the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is, and a good morning to you. Thank you so very much for getting up and joining us at 7 minutes after the hour of 9 o'clock on this Thursday, the 23rd morning of the 5th month of the year of our Lord, 2019. Big, big broadcast this morning, big show. A couple of very great guests, including, of course, um, my favorite. Uh, my favorite guy to talk to from Capitol Hill, because he's getting things done. Congressman Jim Jordan will be joining us in about a half an hour at about 9.35 to talk about the unbelievable Democratic impeachment attempts against the President president of the United States. And uh, the President yesterday had had just about enough. He needs some people to go to bat for him. Congressman Jordan is one of them. He is doing it. He did it last night on uh, Fox News, on Laura Ingram's, Ingram's program. We are going to ask him to follow up on that today, how it is that the Democrats can unconscionably and I guess that might be a little bit of a misleading term because I don't think they have any consciences, consciences over on the Democrat side. But they are uh, unbelievably uh, attacking and planning and preparing and investigating and plotting the impeachment strategy that they have been working on since before Donald Trump got elected. So I will ask Congressman Jordan about that at 935-1010 today at the top of hour number two, about an hour from now. Dr. Everett Piper will join us once again. He wants to talk about a number of things, including the Equality Act and, of course, the ongoing battle over abortion. And I use air quotes around this word because this is not accurate, but abortion rights. The left, of course, thinks that there are rights to kill people that you are well, inconvenienced by. Uh, Dr. Piper disagrees, and we're going to talk about that coming up at 1010. So there's a lot of ground to cover today. Also, a lot of opportunities for you to be a part of our broadcast. If you would like to join me on the air, uh, call simply 216 
or 888-281-1110. We'll get you up and on the radio as quickly as possible. Again, call before or after those guests. I cannot take your phone calls during those scheduled interview times at 935 and 1010. So to the most important item of the day, and for me, that is a thank you to the good people at CVR. CVR stands for Cuyahoga Valley Republicans. What a wonderful event last night that I was invited to address uh, at the Brexville Community Center. Just a terrific, terrific group of people. I, I said it on Twitter. Uh, somebody with Karen Becker, I believe it was, was kind enough to uh, post a picture and a little, uh, uh, you know, just a little shout out uh, to the event and to me after the event last night. And as I said to her in reply on Twitter, uh, it was really an honor to speak before such a great group. What an enthusiastic group, too. People were excited. People are really, really motivated to work at the grassroots level to continue to fight for the values and for the morals uh, that we uh, that we stand upon, upon which this country was built, quite frankly. Uh, it was a wide-ranging conversation uh, during my talk. Uh, we hit a lot of the most important things that are uh, facing this country and why it is so extraordinarily important that we make sure we maintain the White House. The next 18 months are going to be crucial, an absolutely crucial fight to maintain the White House so that we can continue on the gains that we have already made and stop them from rolling back all of the progress we have made during the uh, uh, first two years of the Trump administration. But I just want to say thanks to Dom Sharia uh, for reaching out to me and inviting me to do this. I think Al Boda may have been a part of that as well. Really great, great people at the... Cuyahoga Valley, <clears throat> excuse me, Republican meeting yesterday. Um, if that is the kind of excitement and enthusiasm that is uh, is going to mark the campaign over the next year and a half in support of our president, but more importantly, we don't support a man, we support a cause, we support a movement, and that movement is reflected in this man right now. If that's going to be the kind of uh, passion that is shown, I think we're going to be in very, very good shape. Now, I talked last night to that group about a number of things, including the president and his remarks yesterday. And I I told them this, and I think a lot of other people agreed. Um, I was very proud of the president yesterday. I was very proud at the president, uh, or of the president, rather, for the way he conducted himself and the way he handled the demon rat party, and that would be, of course, Democrat party, uh, led by Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, yesterday as she met with her fellow Democrats in caucus and and, uh, and discussed impeachment possibilities, then went to the press right before her meeting with Donald Trump to discuss an infrastructure bill and the funding uh, thereof, which is, of course, extraordinarily important, which this is one of those few bipartisan kind of things, I think, for the most part, Um you know that the uh, that the two sides can work on infrastructure in this country is of course you know extraordinarily important and given the state of some of it right now you might even call it urgent and they were all set to go yesterday but before the meeting Nancy Pelosi decided to go to the press and accuse Donald Trump of a cover up saying that he and his team despite being extraordinarily forthcoming despite being fully cooperative with the entirety of the wide-ranging Mueller investigation, he and they are being accused of a cover-up. After 500 witnesses, some 1,800 subpoenas, uh, 19 
Uh, Demo- I think they're almost all Democratic, if not all Democratic. Uh, uh, Mueller team investigators, 40 federal FBI agents, uh, literally overturning every stone that has ever been walked on by Donald Trump or a member of Donald Trump's family or a member of Donald Trump's business associates or a member of uh, Donald Trump's campaign, member of Donald Trump's administration member of Donald Trump's realty offices, member of Donald Trump's uh, uh, golf partners, member of Donald Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago estate. I mean, literally every aspect of the man's life was was combed over, turned inside out, looking for Russian collusion. Looking for Russian collusion for two solid years. They gave Robert Mueller essentially a blank check, spend as much as you want, take as much time as you want, and and broad scope as well. You don't have to stop with looking for Russian collusion. If your lo- if your search for Russian collusion among uh, Team Trump leads you in any other directions, you can expand into those too. If you find other crimes associated that have nothing to do with Russia, but you happen to uncover them, go right after them. And they did all of that, all of that. And after two years of thorough investigation of, as I say, overturning every stone. The Mueller team came back and said, "Uh, we couldn't find anything. Nothing. Nothing. No collusion. And the second half, obstruction of justice, we got nothing to prove that either. So there's no indictments coming. There's no sealed indictments. There's no more charges. This is over. That's essentially what the team or the uh, Mueller team's report said. And the Democrats looked at it and said, we want a do-over. And since we can't get another special counsel appointed, we'll just have to do this from the congressional side. Never mind the fact that congressional inquiries by every single one of those committees has already been done in the first two years concurrently with the Mueller team. But when the Republicans were in the... uh, 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 committee chairs, seats. The same investigation has already been done. The same witnesses have been talked to. All discovery has been done. Nope, we're doing it all over again. I don't care if you've testified for 30 hours. I don't care if you've testified over five days. We don't care. We're bringing you back again because we want to re-ask the same questions and try to find a way. Look, I, I, I likened it this way on the air, and I don't know if I said this last night to the guests at uh, the well, actually I was the guest it's their house uh, <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this to the attendants last night or not but it, it's like reaching into your pocket trying to find a $20 bill and pulling your hand out and saying it's empty and then reaching back in and then pulling your hand out it's still empty doggone it I know I'm going to find a $20 bill in there somewhere and reaching your hand back and you do it over and over and over again realize it's empty and you keep trying Sooner or later, you're going to have to admit there's nothing in there as much as I want there to be. That's the Democrats when it comes to collusion. That's the Democrats when it comes to this entire investigation. They keep looking for something that isn't there. And even though they find an empty hand over and over and over again, they keep on reaching into the pocket. That's what they're doing with Donald Trump. There is nothing there. This is the definition of insanity. They are hell-bent on finding something that doesn't exist, and they keep on looking. It's just that embarrassing. 
but it's also that dangerous. I'm going to get a timeout now because I want to come back on the other side of this, and I want you to hear what I praised yesterday at the Calga Valley Republicans meeting, and that is the President of the United States from the Rose Garden yesterday, laying it all out, putting all of the Democrats on blast for abandoning, well, essentially ruining an opportunity to do the infrastructure bill, ruining the opportunity to sit down and have a bipartisan negotiation and discussion about how to secure the infrastructure of this country moving forward with their ridiculous cover-up antics that drove the president out of the meeting and into the Rose Garden to address the media. I'm going to let you hear some of that coming up next right here on AM 1420, The Answer. It's the Bob France Authority here on AM 1420, The Answer. Nine twenty-three. Now the Bob France Authority continuing on AM 1420, The Answer. If you're on hold, stick with me for a moment here while I give you a little bit of taste of what I was talking about yesterday. I was extraordinarily proud of the president for his way, uh, for the way he handled Nancy Pelosi yesterday uh, with that ridiculous uh, attempted uh, embarrassment of him and the way that he defended himself. Listen. So I came here to do a meeting on infrastructure with Democrats not really thinking they wanted to do infrastructure or anything else other than investigate. And I just saw that Nancy Pelosi, just before our meeting, made a statement that we believe that the President of the United States is engaged in a cover-up. Well, it turns out I'm the most, uh, and I think most of you would agree to this, I'm the most transparent President probably in the history of this country. Uh, We have given on a witch hunt, on a hoax. The whole thing with Russia was a hoax as it relates to the Trump administration and myself. It was a total horrible thing that happened to our country. It hurt us in so many ways. Despite that, we're setting records with the economy, with jobs, with the most impe- most people employed today that we've ever had in the history of our country. We have the best unemployment numbers that we've had in the history of our country, in some cases 51 years, but generally in the history of our country. Companies are moving back in. Things are going well. And I said, let's have the meeting on infrastructure. We'll get that done easily. That's one of the easy ones. And instead of walking in happily into a meeting, I walk in to look at people that had just said that I was doing a cover-up. I don't do cover-ups. You people know that probably better than anybody. And I was just looking at a list of some of the things that we just did. More than 2,500 subpoenas qualified for. And I let everybody talk. I let the White House counsel speak for 30 hours. 30 hours. I have 19 special counsel lawyers, 40 FBI agents. I said, open it all up. Let them have whatever they want. Nearly 500 search warrants. Think of that, a search warrant. Did you ever see a search warrant before? Neither did I. This was over 500 search warrants. And of the 19 people that were heading up this investigation, or whatever you want to call it, with Bob Mueller, they were contributors to the Democrat Party, most of them, and to Hillary Clinton. They hated President Trump. They hated him with a passion. They went to her big party after the election that turned out to be a wake, not a party, it was a wake. 
and they were very angry. These are the people that after two years and 40 million or 35 million dollars, it'll end up being a lot more than that by the time all the bills are paid. This is what happened. No collusion, no obstruction, no nothing. They issued 50 orders authorizing use of pen registers. Think of that, though. 500 witnesses. And then I have Nancy Pelosi go out and say that the President of the United States engaged in a cover-up. Now, we've had a House investigation. We have Senate investigations. We have investigations like nobody's ever had before, and there's nothing, we did nothing wrong. They would have loved to have said we colluded. They would have loved it. These people were out to get us. The Republican Party and President Trump. They were out to get us. This was a one-sided, horrible thing. The bottom line is they said there's no collusion, no collusion with Russia. You heard so much talk about phone calls that my son made to me from this meeting that was set up by GPS Fusion, it looks like, which is the other side for those that don't know. And for a year I heard about phone calls went to a special number, unauthorized. And it would have been my son, Don, who's a good young man, who's gone through hell. And they were calls that must have been made by him before and after the meeting. Three calls. After massive study at work, they actually found who made the calls. One was a friend of ours, a real estate developer. Great guy. Most of you know him. Nice guy. Loves our country. And the other one was uh, the head of NASCAR. Two of them. So of the three calls that were so horrible that he had a meeting and he called me and then he had the meeting after and he made two more calls and they were written about like this little little lines couple of lines nobody wanted to admit it even last night we had a great election i went there on monday we had a an election for fred keller it was a 50-50 shot, and he won in a landslide. We went and we did a rally. Hardly mentioned today, and yet if he lost... There was no collusion. There was no obstruction. We've been doing this since I've been president, and actually... The crime was committed on the other side. We'll see how that all turns out. I hope it turns out well, but to, what, to my way of thinking, and I know a lot of you agree with me, the crime was committed on the other side. This whole thing was a takedown attempt at the President of the United States. And honestly, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves for the way you reported so dishonestly. All right, I'm going to stop it there because I've got to get to the bottom of the hour, and after the bottom of the hour, I'm going to talk to Congressman Jim Jordan, and then I want to talk to you. I do see you on hold, and I, again, thank you for your patience. Stay there. I wanted to play that, and I wanted to end this segment with this. 
Do you remember the movie A Few Good Men? The line everybody always remembers is, you can't handle the truth, right? And then the very end of the uh, the cross-examination of Colonel Jessup when he screamed, you're GD right, I did, admitted what he had done wrong. But it's not the line that I'm looking for here. The line I'm looking for here, if you recall that movie, is when the prosecutor, Kevin Bacon, made the opening argument on behalf of the, uh, uh, the Marine Corps uh, in this court-martial. When the prosecutor listed the facts of the case as he knew them and then said these words, these are the facts of the case, and they are undisputed. That is how I want to close the president's remarks from the Rose Garden yesterday. Those are the facts of the case. They are undisputed. And yet the liberal Democrats in charge of the of the uh, House committees continue to dispute them anyway. Congressman Jordan joins us next right here on AM 1420, The Answer. The Answer. 9.35 now, the Bob France Authority, continuing on AM 1420, The Answer. Thanks so much for joining us. We are scheduled to talk with Congressman Jordan here momentarily. I'm not sure if that is him on the line or not. We'll try to get that up, up there as quickly as possible. But um, here is a small uh, sample of what uh, Congressman Jordan is. is I mentioned in the open <clears throat> that he is doing great work on behalf of the American people. And, yes, he is doing great work on behalf of the American president because there is continuing to be this, this, this coup to remove him from office, to continue to try to invalidate the um, uh, 2016 presidential election. And uh, William Barr, the Attorney General of the United States, is doing what he can to investigate all of that, to investigate the investigators and beyond. And uh, this is what uh, Congressman Jordan said last night to Laura Ingram on Fox News. So there was a crisis of leadership at the upper echelon of the FBI. We know that was the case. He said spying did occur. He said, third, there's a basis for my concern about the spying that took place. And then fourth, he used two terms that should frighten every one of your viewers, every single American. He used the term unauthorized surveillance and political surveillance. Unauthorized surveillance and political surveillance. This is what William Barr talked about, and this is exactly what the story should be be about. And instead, Nancy Pelosi is ruining meetings that the president is supposed to have with them uh, about infrastructure by accusing him of a cover-up. There were crimes committed. There were absolutely crimes committed, and they had nothing to do with the president of the United States. Well, I should probably back off that a little bit. They had something to do with the President of the United States, but not with him committing them, with him being victimized by them, with his campaign team being victimized by them. Here's a little bit more of Congressman Jordan with Laura Ingram last night. And John Durham and his team are committed to finding out how this crazy thing started. And all the evidence is seeming to point to the FBI was out to get the president. And he's going to get to the. That's the investigation that counts, and that's the one that I think scares all these people. And that's why they're. That's they're why they have scrambling. to double down. Like exactly. I love this obstruction exactly. in plain exactly sight. This right. is like a new lingo. Obstruction in plain sight. She repeated that several times the last couple of days. Okay, speaking of. And that's and you know and and it's so bizarre 
there was obstruction of justice, and the obstruction of justice was the obstruction of the duly sworn, or excuse me, duly elected president of the United States. And this happened before the election. It happened during the transition period after the election, but before the inauguration, and of course, for the last two years since. It is simply inexcusable. All right, while we wait for our connection with Congressman Jordan, I will try to get a call, call or two in here, starting with Floyd in Cleveland on AM 1420, The Answer. Floyd, good morning. Hey, morning, Bob. Uh, uh, you know, Bob, that's my TJ uh, imitation. You know, Bob, hey, uh, I got to give it back to you. You were excellent last night. You brought, brought the house down. Your story is very compelling. But I really called about, let's see that knucklehead that come on your station at 10 o'clock. The guy talked about how Trump is, didn't do his job by not uh, working with the Democrats. And uh, I don't know if you heard that or not, but anyway, that's mainly why I called. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you uh, very much, uh, uh, Floyd, for your comments on the uh, the speech last night. It was it was really really uh, an honor, as I said before, to speak to such a great group of patriots. And uh, there was a lot of enthusiasm and passion and excitement in that meeting. I was really glad to be invited to speak. I'm glad a lot of people got a lot out of that. And uh, and I hope that's the same kind of energy and vigor that we're going to take into the next 18 months because we have to continue the greatness of America. I know the president's new theme and new slogan is "Keep America Great," but it it also needs to continue to grow. Uh, you know, there's there's an old adage in sports. There's an old thing I used to you know be taught in football. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. You're never staying the same. And in this country, we have gotten better for the last two years. We have to make sure that we continue that over the next two. And I'm told Congressman Jordan is available now, so let's go to him. Where is he? Uh, he's on line three. All right. Congressman Jim Jordan, Ohio's 4th Congressional District Representative, ranking member of the um, uh, Oversight Committee, Judiciary Committee member as well. Congressman, good morning. Yeah. How are you, sir? I'm fine, Bob. Good to be with you. And you're exactly right. The country's gotten a lot better over the last two years in in all kinds of ways, not just economically, but what's happening with the courts, what's happening with foreign policy, what's happening with the, the embassy in Jerusalem. So uh, you're you're exactly right. Well, yeah, there's no doubt about that, and I think that's exactly why the Democrats are so terrified, uh, because they cannot run on anything that says, hey, he's not doing good for the country, so they have to run on, hey, he's evil and he cheated, which is why we still continue to face these investigations. Congressman, I caught you on Laura last night on Laura Ingram's uh, program, yeah. and, uh, and and it was wonderful performance, by the way, and I know a lot of people really appreciate and respect the fact that you are fighting this fight very publicly on behalf of the president, because that is on behalf of the country. Yesterday they met Nancy Pelosi and some of her uh, fellow Democrats that she caucuses with met and discussed impeachment then she comes out before the infrastructure uh, summit with the president and declares that the president is engaging in a cover-up this is unbelievably shameful behavior no it 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 is it's ridiculous Uh, and as as I planned last night you know this is a coordinated effort they have these memorandums of understanding these actually like contracts between the various chairmen. Here's how we're going to do it. Here's how we're going to coordinate our attack on the president of the United States, and we're going to focus on that at the expense of the country. Instead of instead of like doing what's best for the nation, they're focused on taking down the president, and the American people see through it. So um, let's be honest. They're already engaged in impeachment. They just won't formally declare it. But they're going to, I think, at some point, and the American people are going to be, they're going to be ticked because they know there's no basis for it. They know it's not warranted. They know it's wrong. But I don't think they can help themselves. And um, but it's just it, it's it's unfortunate just where they're at right now. That that they are going to pursue it. I mean, you you think about you got the Ways and Means chairman says I want his tax records. 
You got the the Intelligence Committee chairman demanding all these documents. You got the Judiciary chairman sending letters to 81 different entities, 60 some different people. Big fishing expedition. You got the Oversight chairman saying, "I want his business records, all of them, for the last eight years." Going through his accounting firm, and then you have Maxine Waters and the Financial Services say, "I want his banking records for the last ten years before he was even a candidate." No, no one has ever had this. Is crazy, but that's how determined they are to get the president and not do what's best for the country. Yeah, you know, Congressman, it's 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 embarrassing. It, it, it really is because of the desperation. I think that that this shows on their part. They cannot run against him to try to knock him out in twenty twenty based on the economy. Because look at the economy under Trump compared to what it was under Obama and Democratic leadership. Yeah. They can't. What are they yeah. going to do? Campaign on higher taxes. Campaign on more regulations. Campaign on all of the things that the president undid that made this yeah. co- put this country in the great position it's in right now. So they have to declare that he's a cheater. That he's cheated on his taxes or he's, he's he's hiding money or whatever the case might be it's it's unprecedented presidential harassment as he has described it yeah and it, i'll tell you what else they're concerned about they're concerned about what bill barr is going to do and what john durham is going to do and they're, that's the real investigation you, you want to know why you know they're nervous about this look what we've seen in the last week and a half we saw john brennan say no 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 i didn't i didn't tell james comey to put the dossier in the intelligence assessment we got jim comey saying John Brennan told me to include the dossier in the intelligence assessment. We got Loretta Lynn saying, I didn't tell Jim Comey to call it a matter. Jim Comey said, yes, you did tell me to call it the Clinton investigation a matter. We got Jim Baker, the former FBI counsel, making the rounds on all the TV shows saying, well, you know, it kind of was this, kind of was. These people now understand that there is an attorney general who's going to do the job attorney generals are supposed to do. He's going to get to the bottom of how this crazy investigation began in the first place. And they're nervous about that. So I think that's another reason you're seeing Democrats in the House of Representatives double down on their crazy investigations, their crazy attack on the president, because they know the real investigation is coming. The real investigation is now underway, and they're nervous about the fact that truth is going to come out for every single American to figure out now and know what took place. Congressman Jordan, how long before we see these MOUs that you have been talking about? We have called on the chairman to release them. Um, we, we think it's important the American people know, like, just the fact that they put something like that in writing, that they were, we're going to have a contract, a memorandum of understanding on how we're going to systematically and uh, go after the, uh, the, the president in this coordinated fashion. That's, I don't know that's ever happened. I, my guess is, my guess is when the chairman of these respective committees, Waters, Cummings, Nadler, Schiff, Neal, when they put this stuff together, my guess is they didn't even tell their members. They didn't tell me. I know Elijah Cummings didn't tell me. We found out about it. We went to him, and then then he said, well, yeah, we got these. But my guess is, maybe I'm wrong, but my guess is they didn't even tell their own members. They just did it. And and uh, we think the American people have a right to see exactly how they were planning this. Is there anything that, because I think you're 100% right, by the way, they are terrified of Bill Barr. That's why they have tried to systematically destroy him and his credibility, trying to hold him in contempt mm-hmm. of Congress, and so on and so forth. Um, so, and the right to be afraid of him because he's going to get to the bottom of all, of all of this. But what can he do? Uh, what can DOJ do to make sure, or can they not uh, make sure that the American people see these MOUs that you're talking about, so that we yeah, know this DOJ was a coordinated coup against the president? Yeah, I don't know that they can do uh, do much on that. Uh, it, it, that's that's Congress. What what Bill Barr can do is do the investigation. They can't subpoena those memos Bill, from Congress. No, they're, they're, there's I don't think don't think there's any way they're going to get them from Congress. Uh, this this is the chairman. Uh, this is this is a call of the chairman to re, to release these, and that's what that's what we've okay. what we've called on them to do. Uh, but Bill Barr is going to he's going to find out. You know, look, remember what Bill Barr said. I think this is so important. 
When he first testified four and a half weeks ago in front of the Senate, uh, he said four important things. He said there's a failure of leadership at the upper echelon of the FBI. We all know that's the case. Comey, McCabe, Baker, Strzok, Page, we all know that was the case. Second, he said spying did occur. He said it twice. Third, he said there's a basis for my concern about the spying that took place. That's, that's, that's what's forming the, 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 the fundamental you know, underpinning of why he's going to do the investigation, because he's concerned about the spying. And then he used two words that should scare every one of your listeners, unauthorized surveillance, political surveillance. He thinks that may have taken place, and he's going to find out for sure what exactly happened. The, that is why I've been so impressed with this guy. I mean, the way he handled everything. But when, when he made those four points, I said, this guy is, is seeing things exactly like I have for the last two years, and he's going to figure out exactly what happened. Well, I don't, you know, I, you know, pardon this, but it's not hard to figure out. I think we all know it already. Yeah. He just has to find the proof. How can it not be political yeah. surveillance when, you know, the dossier was paid for by the DNC and by the Clinton campaign in order to spy on, on the tra- team Trump? How is that anything other than political surveillance? It's not, uh, yeah. you know, it's not, uh, uh, national security surveillance. It's wholly for politics. Uh, all, I guess all we need now is proof. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, what do you know about John Durham? A lot of people have uh, said, wow, this is great news to know. And by the way, he didn't advertise this before Durham got started. He said he's been working on this. Yeah, I don't know much about him, but I do find it interesting that that was uh, that U.S. Attorney's Office in Connecticut was the office that was investigating Jim Baker. So Jim Baker is you know, former FBI chief counsel. He's the guy who's been making the rounds on TV the last couple of weeks. Um, so I found that interesting. Uh, other than that, I don't know much about him, other than his reputation is stellar, and, and that he's the kind of guy who will dig into these things and get to the truth. So, uh, And frankly, just the fact that Bill Barr picked him, that makes me like him, too, because I have been so impressed with the Attorney General. Let me give, another, give you another name that you do know more about and ask you about this. John Brennan. Why are Democrats being briefed on Iran from John Brennan? John Brennan, who has just become, I think he's been embarrassed. I think he's been, you know, his legacy uh, as, as a public servant has been trashed. I think his attempt to, again, overthrow the president has been well documented. Uh, why are Democrats counseling with him right now? You'd have to ask them. I would, I have the same kind of read you just described, Bob. Uh, I do not know. I, I, I mean, John Brennan to me, I mean, what's next? Jim Clapper? You're going to start talking yes, to him. Probably. Guy who came in front of the Senate. Guy who came in front of the Senate, and you know, lied to the United States Senate. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it just shows us the state of some of these these, these Democrats in the hard left today. I I, I don't I don't get that. But um, uh, you know, it is what it is, and that's where they're at. What I what I choose to focus on is, like I said, trying to trying to get to the truth, and so the American people can know what happened here, and frankly, helping the president continue to do the things that are making the country better. That are making America great again, as, as, as the president said. You know, we started off, you were talking about how good it's been in the last two years. Think about it, the last quarter, 3.2% growth. Imagine if we get the new USMCA, the new NAFTA, if we get that done, maybe, maybe growth goes even higher. The judges we have, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, and all the other federal judges who've been confirmed. The fact that on foreign policy, he said, I'm going to get us out of the Iran deal. I'm going to put the embassy in Jerusalem. And guess what? We're out of the Iran deal, and the embassy's in Jerusalem. Here's the guy who's doing what he said. I, people find that so refreshing. So uh, we're going to focus on that stuff. We're going to focus on getting to the truth. And if the Democrats want to be briefed by John Brennan on something, well, you know, God bless him. Congressman, before you go, one matter of legislation, uh, because I know there's not a whole lot of legislating going on in the legislature right now. It's all about these battles over investigation. But um, they did manage to have a vote last week on the Equality Act. 
which I am just, I, I've been discussing this with my, my listeners and some attendees at an event I spoke at last night. It is absolutely falsely named. They're trying to make this seem as though this is an extension of the 19 civil, uh, 1964 Civil Rights Act uh, that gave uh, equality to African Americans to make sure everyone is treated equally and trying to apply that now to the LGBTQXYZ community. And uh, that is not what it does at all. This is a grave threat in my estimation, and it passed your house uh, uh, last, uh, last week. It's a grave threat to religious liberty in this country. What's your read? No, you're right. It's another example where they, they, they put a great title on a bad piece of legislation that, as you have rightly said, is a direct attack on the First Amendment. And Americans, I mean, you think about this great nation, greatest country ever, and one of the hallmarks of this country is when it was founded, people, people, in, people in Europe were, said, were told, you have to practice your faith a certain way. And they said, no, we don't. We're willing to get on the ship, go across an ocean, dangerous, dangerous voyage. We're willing to do it so that we can practice our faith the way we think the good Lord wants us to. And they came to this country, and we have a First Amendment that guarantees freedom, freedom to express freedom of religion. So this is a direct attack on people's ability to practice their faith, and that is why I voted against it, and that's why so many Republicans voted against it. And you're exactly right, and we should keep talking about that fundamental principle, the First Amendment. And, and this is what scares me. That, you know, a few years ago, what we saw the we saw the IRS go after people's First Amendment free speech rights and your political association rights. We see the FBI doing what they did. When you have direct attacks on the First Amendment, that is as as as, as a, to, a dip, that is a, a direct attack on liberty. And so that is why this is so wrong, and why I, why I voted against it, and why so many other people did. Yeah, I completely concur, and I'm proud of you for voting against it and everyone else. Obviously, it did, uh, you know, we don't have the numbers over there now, so we have to hope that the Democrats, or excuse me, that the Republicans running the Senate can kill this thing before mm-hmm. it goes any further, because it's a, it, is, it, it is indeed uh, as much of a threat as you just described it on our First Amendment rights. Congressman Jordan, thanks very much. I know you're very busy. You bet, I appreciate Bobby. you squeezing us in this morning. We'll catch up again soon. You bet. You got it. Thank, Thank you, sir. That's Congressman Jim Jordan on AM 1420, The Answer. I want to take some phone calls here before the top of the hour. If you want to dial, do it now. 216-901-0945. Back after this. Now heard through downtown, through Greater Cleveland on 102.5 FM. It's the Bob France Authority. X. All right, 956 now. The Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer coming up in about, uh, la, 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 we'll call it 14 minutes at about 1010. We're going to talk to Dr. Everett Piper, but I also want to find time to share with you and get your reactions to one of the most egregious attacks on our sensibilities and, quite frankly, on our president, quite frankly, on uh, the current government that I have ever seen before. In fact, this was so bad, this was so egregious, this was so reprehensible that the Democrat-led House committee in which it happened voted to strike from the record a Democrat's uh, comment that the deaths and separations of migrant children were intentional moves by the Department of Homeland Security. This happened in the Homeland Security Committee discussion yesterday. And there was a, a debate of sorts between Democrat Representative Lauren Underwood from Illinois Ranking member Mike Rogers from Alabama and the chairman of the uh, committee, Benny Thompson, the Democrat from Mississippi. Over the death, there was a recent death, a fifth now death of a, uh, a minor 
while in custody of uh, uh, Customs, Customs and Border Enforcement. So while they've been in custody, in custody, we've had these situations where children, as you know, who have been dragged through the desert, dragged through, you know, some really hellish experiences by their parents in order to try to sneak them into the country with phony asylum claims. These kids are in poor health in a lot of cases, and we have had now five deaths. And this is what led to this exchange on the uh, floor of the, well, not on the floor of the house, but in this uh, over, uh, Homeland Security Committee yesterday. You need to hear this. You need to hear this, and we'll react to it later. Yes. Well, counsel that asked me to ask Ms. Underwood to clarify her statement for the record. The statement, by the way, if I didn't have this part in there yet, the statement Ms. Underwood made was that the death of these migrant children was intentional. The plot and the plan of the Homeland Security Agency. I will be happy to, Mr. Chairman. I said that this is more than a question of resources. Congress has been more than willing to provide resources and to work with you, Mr. Secretary, to address these security and humanitarian concerns. And at this point, with five children dead and 5,000 separated from their families, this is intentional. It's a policy choice being made on purpose by this administration, and it's cruel and inhumane. I yield back. And, and Mr. Chairman, you cannot impugn the character of the witness by in, in stating that he intentionally murders children. That is completely inappropriate, and her words should be taken down. She well, was very explicit. Well, and I asked her to rephrase it. She just... I don't know why we have the glitch there, but was, she did not. Re- she restated it. I restated. I restated. I did not say murder. I said that said five children have died as a result of you a policy it. choice that he has you said. said it was intentional. Excuse me, sir. That I'm is still murder. Talking. He has said that he stands by the policy decisions of this administration. That's what he said at the beginning of his testimony, and he says he stands by the budget request. This is a policy choice. And Mr. he has said the policy is they stopped those detentions. They don't do any no separations. He's made that clear repeatedly. You refuse to listen to him. That's not the point. You said he intentionally supported policies that caused the death of children. That is wrong. Your words need to be taken down, Mr. No, Mr. Do Mr. Rankings, well, uh, member, this happened this week. Yesterday, another child died under his leadership. Because we can't get the resources. Under his leadership, she said, these reprehensible pieces of human flotsam and jetsam honestly need to be removed from office. Fortunately, the outcome of that particular event was that Mike Rogers was correct. They did, he did, uh, correctly get the, uh, uh, committee chairman, Democrat Benny Thompson, who asked him to, asked her to re, uh, uh, to, uh, uh, restate her position on this. Uh, they got a vote. And they did indeed vote to take down and strike from the record uh, her words, accusing the Homeland Security Acting Secretary, Mr. McAleenan, uh, of intentionally uh, causing the deaths of migrant children. But this is who these people are. Human, flotsam, and jetsam. That's who these Democrats are. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.